Welcome to the Rising Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Demetra, and we're here to talk about all things that sisters should, from manifesting to business and business to self-pleasure. There is nothing that we can't talk about. <laughs> Chat soon. Hello, beautiful beings, and welcome back to episode 15 of the Rising Sisters podcast. I'm your host, Sophia Demetra. And today I am actually recording this live right here in person with my very best friend, Holly Saffron. (laughs) Thanks for having me, babe. Welcome, my boo. You are literally the only guest that I've had on this podcast so far. Twice. (laughs) Do you feel privileged to do? You have like best friend benefits, right? This is me. And I'm sure it definitely won't be the last. (laughs) But you guys, today we... If you, majority of you do come from my Instagram anyway, so a lot of you will already know Holly and we are known as a very iconic duo. Holly actually came into my life last year through the online space, so we're actually a part of the same online platform, um, but we're not financially connected whatsoever. So we both started in February last year and then I think it was like April Yep. Yeah, I think April. Holly literally slid into the my seven. DMs. Stop it, was it? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. Because that's when we launched our thing too. Oh my god, it yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, so, and obviously, like, me and Holly have launched a movement ever since, and there's all things to it, but today we really wanted to just jump on here and speak to you all about sister wounds, and what I mean by that is, as women, I feel we all really grow up in this world competitive, always judging one another. There's Mm. just not enough love and just too much hate. And so both Holly and I have really grown up in our lives experiencing these, I don't want to say traumatic experiences, but fuck me, in some ways it definitely has been quite traumatic. So yeah, we really want to speak all things um, about relationships in terms of like with your friends, your girlfriends, things like that. And, um, yeah, really speak about how we've become such great friends and how, yeah, we're in a really beautiful place in our lives right now Mm. where we are just all about collaboration and really helping other women rise. And, of course, that is what this podcast is all about. (laughs) So I, before we get into things, I want to just let Holly kind of share a little bit as well into, you know, what this episode means to her. Yeah, totally. I think kind of like feeling into where I am right now, um, like personally, Soph and I have gone through a lot in this last year and so fucking much (laughs) and more like even in the last like four months, you know, and there's always stuff to come, but, um, yeah, you know, Soph and I will speak into it a bit later, but like we do have a beautiful friendship bond relationship, soulmate connection that like we've never had with anyone else before and we have had you know different lifelong relationships with other people but it's like fuck like there are these people that come into your life and I feel like I'm so honored to be on this podcast speaking about these things because there truly gets to be that person out there for you girls who are listening um because it can feel hard sometimes and as me growing up and being who I am I was quite like you know, with the boys a lot. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have like these female relationships and just feel so supported in it as well. Yeah. And I think as well, you know, it's so beautiful that we have each other, but it's so important also. And like, I think we're on this journey right now of 
really growing our circles and mm. oh, without saying too much, you know, we're both really launching things in the coming months, which is just so, so exciting to really help empower more women and bring more women together. Mm. Like it doesn't have to be this like icky energy. Like I know for myself for a really long time, I had the maddest anxiety around like being social and in person with people, but I'll get into that shortly. But yeah, you guys, I just wanted to give you a little bit of an outlook into what this episode's going to be all about. So what we'll start with is both of us just sharing what our lives have looked like growing up. Um, so I might actually let Holly go first. Mm. So do you want to share Thanks. your story and like, yeah, <laughs> like talk about, yeah, what life looked like for you as mm. a young girl growing up? Yeah, I think, and I know that we can both obviously relate to this, like growing up in small towns. You only had so many people that you could kind of be friends with, uh-huh. right? So that alone really narrows it down to, you know, creating these beautiful relationships with these young other girls and people in your life. But also, like, I had a small school of, I think, 80 people all up. Yeah, fuck. Mine right. was literally, so my primary school was 60 people. <laughs> tiny. How wild. Yeah. And so, like, it's so, you know, you create these little relationships and, like, you know, you have five friends and mm. all the five friends are five friends and you invite everyone to everything. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it can become this little, you know, you, you spot out the leaders, you look back on the relationships now and you know who are the leaders, who are the black sheep, who mm. are the followers, and you know, yeah, it's kind of funny now even looking at, um, you know, those relationships that I used to have back in the day. It's like the people have kind of grown to either become the complete opposite or you just see that exact same little girl mm. in them that hasn't been able to spread her wings. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, growing up, I think, you know, I had pretty much, like, four really best mates. And I was the fourth. So there's three of us, three of them. Um, and one of the girls was very much the little leader. And she was a queen. And, you know, she's gone through a lot of stuff herself. But then there was kind of, like, you know, her bestie, who we were all very close with. But she was very much a follower. So she was a big sheep in our, you know, kind of space. Um, and I used to butt heads with the little leader babe because we were always, you know, who that that person was inside of me as this little independent queen who was like, who are you to be, like, the leader of this? Like, why is there even, you know, this thing? Yeah. And so we kind of butted heads quite a bit. Um, we're great friends now and there's, you know, nothing there. But there was a lot growing through school of like the bullying and, you know, the teasing and not letting people into, you know, your own space. And I think there was a lot of shit that went on throughout primary school, especially being in that small space. Um, I actually ended up leaving because I got quite bullied. I left school, that school in year five um, and shifted into some new friendship circles, but I still never really fitted in. And I think one of the biggest things for me was because I, thought very differently to people. I was always very different to other girls in my classes. Mm-hmm. I had a like, you know, a very different home space than what most people ever encountered. And um, yeah, it was just a really interesting kind of realm to make those friendships and actually have those really beneficial long-term friendships that weren't from this narky place. Mm. Um, yeah, which, you know, it changes a lot in high school. But I did have um, a beautiful girlfriend um, in year five. And I remember um, there was this massive competition. It wasn't competition between me from the outside of me looking into what that relationship was. But 
you know, I'd go and buy something and she'd go and buy three of it. Or yeah. she'd go and buy like all the different colors. Had to be better than you. Yeah, always had to be better. It was always this competition. I remember then just being like, why the fuck are you trying to fight me? Like, I just was like, fuck, you know? And I think um, we can get so caught up in those little things in life then, you know, set us up to be looking out for those warning signs or, you know, as people might say, red flags or whatever in relationships that then constantly has us in this base of fear Mm -hmm. when looking for new friendships, when looking for new relationships, Um, you know, which is also living in the past. But it's really interesting. But, yeah, what about you, babe? Yeah, I'm like – it's funny, you know, I – I knew we were going to record this podcast and now sitting here and especially listening to your, yeah, your childhood and what that kind of looked like, I am just remembering that I don't have that much of a remembrance of my childhood. Mm. Um, there's a lot that I've actually... my mind can block it. Yeah, there's actually a lot that I've blocked out, but I do remember the key things like, yeah, being the black sheep, mm. like, and because... Yeah, you know, like I said earlier, I also went to a very small school. I grew up in a very small town um, and I had a big family as well. And so I went Mm. to school with my cousins. Cousins. And while that was all good and great, um, and, you know, generally your cousins are your first best friends. Mm. Um, But as we grew older, that looked very different. And I think, you know, it's funny when we do have blood, Mm. There seems to be more competition, which I don't know how that works, but I think it's because you just know that person's always, well, you think that person's always going to be in your life. Mm. And so, yeah, with cousins, you know, it was just like always trying to be better than the other. And also that really stemmed down from our parents. Mm. Um, And yeah, you know, not just family either, you know, because I am such an old soul, I could really feel into other parents and other you know, my friends, I could feel into their parents. And again, it was always just trying to be better than and like mm. trying to make sure their kids were the ones that really stood out and things like that. And so, yeah, I grew up in this very, very competitive world from such a young age. Um, and of course, being from a Greek background, you know, I was always very well looked after. And, you know, one thing that was a big thing for me growing up was having anorexia Mm -hmm. um I yeah like you know I was a very very fit kid um I did all the sports you know swimming netball freaking I don't know I don't think I did dancing but like yeah I just did like oh I did karate like there was so much yeah like I I, I did it all um and so I was very fit and you know, like I said, being Greek, I was very well looked after. And so my lunch boxes was like far out. It was enough food to like literally feed the whole school. Yeah. Um, but you know, people like other kids just didn't really see it like that. Like literally other kids, I just remember them having like their little brown paper bag lunches that have a sandwich that have a banana and like maybe some crackers and stuff. Whereas me, I kid you not, it was a fucking buffet. Like I would have this big bougie lunchbox. I would have all the foods you could imagine. And, um, you know, I got bullied for that. I got Mm. bullied for how much I was eating. I got bullied for, you know, having this luxury of fucking just having all this food. And so what I started to do was like throw my rubbish in the bin. I would hide my food. Like Mm. I would like, you know, you being a kid and not really knowing what you're doing, like, I remember so many times I would hide my sandwiches 
in my room and then my mum would find it fucking mouldy as all shit later on. And, um, yeah, I got into this really unhealthy mind at a super young age and that all just come from being bullied. And, um, yeah, you know, fast forward into high school, things didn't really change that much, if anything. They kind of... Yeah, they, in a way, got worse. You know, I went from anorexia to them being obese because I Mm. just felt like then I was the odd one out. Like, I felt too skinny. And so then I was eating, eating, and um, I got bullied a lot because of all the sports I was playing. And so I actually stopped all sports altogether. And so I was eating more, and I was moving a lot less. Mm. And so, yeah, I went to, like, the other end of the scale. And, um... Yeah, again, just not feeling like I ever fully fit in. I did have, you know, very great friends. Um, but again, like you were saying, you know, just people that were still so fucking competitive. Yeah. Like that's all it ever was, you know. And um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it's so funny. Like I'm just, that's all I can remember mm-hmm. from my childhood is just always feeling like there was competitions and that, also, you know, and I've spoken to you about this, like, friendships not fucking lasting. Yeah. That was a big thing for me. You know, I have had some really great best friends. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, they just never seem to last. But now, obviously, I look back and I'm like, cool, people come into your life for a reason. For a reason, yeah. And, um, yeah, but, you know, that really did have me feeling quite wounded in the sense of, like, fuck, you know, I don't want – I got to a point, like, literally, I remember, you know, finishing high school and moving to the Gold Coast. I was so happy to leave that small town and just mm. be in a place oh, where I knew no one, literally, yeah. right? You would same, know that. Same, yeah. Same. You know, you left Perth and to come all the way to the Gold Coast as well. Yeah. And um, – Which caused shit with my mates too. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, they weren't – giving themselves permission to you know change their lives or do things Mm. differently and so when I was coming it was this massive thing of like why the fuck do you need to go over there to create your life like everything you need is here we're here I was like yeah but fuck like I don't want to be with you guys for the rest of my life like you know and if you stay around then great but like funnily enough they've all split away and it's Mm. like sweet you know yeah, and the thing is, like, we always hear it is that proximity is power. Totally. And far out, like, who you surround yourself with, they they just make the biggest impact on your life. And, yeah, it's funny you say that because my experience leaving school is actually quite different. Like, I I literally felt like the fucking biggest Debbie Downer. Like, I was so depressed in grade 12. Yeah. Um, My friends, they were all going to uni. They knew exactly what they were doing. And... I had a lot of personal family stuff going on in grade 12 and um, yeah, my parents just took us away from back where I was from and they moved us to the Gold Coast and yeah, I had some friends that moved down here but we kind of lost touch because again, I just, they were all about going to uni and getting careers and I was just like, I don't know what oh, the babe, fuck I'm same. doing but yeah. it's not this. It's not this. Yeah. <laughs> I was so casted out for not going to uni. I remember even because um, I started doing in-home parties like a long time ago. But when I was in that space, I remember like my friend's parents being like, so like, when are you actually going to go to uni for like marketing? <laughs> or like, are you actually going to go to uni and like do sales? I was like, fuck no. I was like, that's cool if like that's what you think. But, you know, that's not the trajectory of where I'm going in my life. Yeah. And um, because of the way that, like, even their parents were talking to me, mm. can you imagine how the kids were speaking? It yeah. was just like, 
fuck, yeah. like, get me out. Literally, I went home last Christmas, and I'll never forget, I was sitting around a table with some people I went to school with, um, and one of the mums was just, like, you know, catching up with us, and she was, like, to one of the girls, she's like, oh, so, like, what do you do now? And, oh, no, she asked me first, she's like, oh, so what are you doing with your life? And I was like, oh, like, I work for myself full-time, like, I'm fully online, mm-hmm. um, doing what I do. And, you know, old people, not old people, but like, <laughs> the, old, older the older generation, yeah, like, I wasn't going to sit there and go into, like, affiliate marketing and all that yeah. jazz because she wasn't going to fucking Get understand. Um, but, you know, here's me, like, feeling so freaking empowered, like, yeah, I'm my own boss, like, how epic is that? I'm here I now because I can be yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, like, it's so empowering. But then she turns to one of my girlfriends and she's like, and what do you do? And she's like, oh, I'm a nurse. And she's like, oh, lovely. Like, that is so great. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, like, Bitch, what do you do? Yeah, like, I was just like, I felt so fucking belittled. I was yeah, just like, and again, it was one of those things. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I am worthy. I'm doing great things. Like, yeah. Yeah, but it's just funny how, like. But it, can... it's also interesting because then, you know, it just shows that either in some way she's you know, a little bit, like, not jealous, but just doesn't understand it. So then belittles it because it's like, well, fuck, like, that's not something that I'd ever be interested in. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, yeah, funny how people can react. Yeah, and again, it just all comes down to, like, that judgment and freaking mm. comparison, which, you know, people like Holly and I, we really came to this world to be light workers and to fucking shift the trajectory. And, you know, that's why it's so important to speak about these things and bring Mm. awareness to these things. Because I know, like, I know that, you know, for yourself as well, bringing kids into this world, like, Mm. I'm so excited to bring people into this world because it's going to be so different and Mm. we get to raise them right and give them the right love and knowledge. Whereas I actually see a lot of people now, and this is kind of going off track a little bit, but it all comes back to the same thing. You know, I remember in my old workplace, one of the girls said, she's like, I have mad anxiety about bringing kids into this world. It's just full of hate and mm. judgment. I'm like, sister, like, you create your reality. Mm. Like, yeah. you know, I think it's going to be fucking epic bringing little me's into fucking, this world. Yeah. They're going to be so empowering and, yeah. like, shapeshifters. And, yeah, it's just like, yeah, again, it just all comes back to your own experience. And, yeah, you know, I think, like, let's go into – how we've kind of healed our sister mm-hmm. wounds because I don't think, I mean, don't get me wrong, people might be listening to this podcast and having this awareness of like, whoa, I really get to heal my wounds. Mm. But for us, it wasn't really like that. It just kind no. of happened over time as we grew as people. Um, so I'd love for you to just share on like what your experience has been like the last couple of years mm-hmm. from going from being in this world of judgment and comparison to, yeah, now being in a world full of, like, love and light and really beautiful relationships with women, other women. Yeah, I think, like, one of the biggest things as well, like, I kind of, like, went backwards and fully detached. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the biggest, like, things for me. And, you know, I'm still working on not being so detached around my life, but also being, you know, the age of Aquarius that we are mm-hmm. as literally our generation, as our little Gen Z queens and kings um we are a very you know detached generation and that in itself is epic but we can also you know really take one side of the pendulum and 
you know, not really create that balance. Mm. And so being super detached is fucked, but then also being really attached is fucked. So, you know, creating this beautiful balance has kind of been hard for me. And I created a couple relationships when I first moved to the Gold Coast, just with um, some housemates that I had um, coming to my home. And um, even then it was kind of like this really, you know, beautiful bond that I thought that we had. And then, you know, moving out of the house, it was like, oh, no, fuck, like we're never going to talk to each other again. Mm-hmm. Like it was this really bitchy kind of like narky thing. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, fuck, like I'm now back at the squ- like, you know, square one again, yeah. back at the drawing board. I've got no mates. And I think, you know, really allowing um, myself to be me was fucking hard then because I was like, well, you know, why do people not like me? What does this look like? I was surrounding myself with some other people, but, you know, they were quite heavy drinkers and partiers and drugs and all the things that were involved. And did you have your relationship at this time? One, man? Yeah, yeah, my old guy, yeah. And so did you find that because you had your man, like, I know for me, and like, obviously I'll share a bit more of my story soon, but... For me, it was like, because I had my man, it, I don't know the right words to put, like how to put this, but it was like, you also didn't feel you need, like, did you ever feel like you didn't need to have other women in your life because you kind of had that one friend? Like, I feel like a lot of women kind of just rely on their men a lot. You know what I mean? I think like growing up, I did, I relied on my like partners a lot. And I think I lost a lot of friendships through that. Mm -hmm. But then coming over here, I kind of had to recalibrate absolutely fucking everything in my life. And because he was here and he had those foundations, it was like, well, fuck, I've got to create my roots too. And so for a long time, I felt like I was living in his backyard, his house, his home, his roots, like even though it wasn't. But it's like that then, you know, had me being mates with his mate's girlfriends just because they're there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, creating these like random little relationships just cause – So when I did start to, you know, open up and broaden my realities to communities and people and things that really filled me up and that allowed me to be more in my spirituality human realm and to be able to kind of like bring the whole of me to the table and not be shunned for it, Mm -hmm. it was also this really interesting like contrast of being like, well, fuck, like I can be myself, but can I actually? Mm -hmm. Because then you start questioning the narrative. But um. Yeah, I think, like, one of the biggest things for me was kind of just getting out of my own way. I really just had to, like, decide one day that, like, I was going to create that friendship base for myself with no other expectations of, you know, selling to them or, you know, getting them to be, like, you know, X, Y, Z for me or no no attachment to, like, if they should have to message me. It's like, no, if I want to reach out and be their mate, like, I will put in the effort, you know? Like, we hear this, like, you know, I'll I'll fill your cup if you fill mine. It's Mm -hmm. like, well, who the fuck is going to fill the first cup? Yeah. Let's get out of our ego and just create these beautiful relationships. And once I started to kind of like, you know, really get into that zone of things, um, I really started to create these really beautiful relationships. And with people like between 18 to like 70, like just random people that I would be meeting. And um, yeah, I think it's really divine that um, we do have those choices, but it's so related to the ego. Yeah, for sure. And I love how you spoke on as well, a big part of that journey for you has been just coming home to yourself, mm. right? It's like, yeah. even when it comes to relationships, like how can you expect to be in this beautiful divine relationship with, yeah, either your girlfriends or males, like whatever, you know, yeah, if you don't know yourself and if you're not comfortable with being who you are as you're fully expressed, then how can you expect to 
yeah, be liked by another or how do you expect people to support you when you don't know how to support yourself? Yourself, yeah. And, um, yeah, how funny, you know, we both really came into each other's lives at a very interesting time where, to be honest, I look back on, like, freaking April last year and life was actually so mainstream compared to how it is now. Totally. The amount that's fucking evolved, how much we transformed is just so wild. Like we really did come into each other's lives at like really what seemed like the perfect time if there ever was such thing. Yeah. And um yeah, you know, for me yeah. we've actually really done a flip. Yeah. Which we can speak into later. But yeah. yeah, you know, like for me, I when I left school, um yeah, again like my friends went off to uni and I pretty much fell out of touch with every single person mm-hmm. I knew. Um, which in a way I kind of wanted. Like yeah. I felt this like real big thing inside of me that was like, I literally just want space from the world. Like I mm-hmm. don't want to know anyone. And it wasn't like a bad thing. Like I noticed some people that might sound like I was really depressed and I went into this dark hole. But if anything, it was just like I need to seclude myself so mm-hmm. that I can figure out who the fuck I am. Totally. Um, And so that I can attract the right people too. And again, this was a journey that, you know, it's still even going, right? It's just life. Yeah. And so, yeah, you know, fast forward a couple of years, I was working full time. Um, I, as well, you know, I met a really great girl at the time that was living down here on the Gold Coast as well. Um, she was from a small town in New South Wales and we moved in together mm-hmm. and we had a great friendship. She was like, we just had so many similarities at the time. And this is another thing, you know, as we grow and evolve and become more ourselves, people do fall off. And, um, yeah, you just start having less things in common. Yeah. Right. And like, that's, it's normal. And, um, yeah, it got to a point in that friendship where, yeah, there was just one day. And I mean, there was a bit more to it, but me and my partner, we were living, so he had moved down and we were living, we're both living with her and her Mm. brother. And, um, I could just feel so much anger and hate from her. Like she would slam doors in the house and like just make me feel so shit because I was actually like, I was in a way succeeding. Like, yeah, I had a man, which she didn't. Mm -hmm. And I had a full-time job and she didn't. And there was just this stuff. And it was like, rather than her being so happy for me, she actually really resented me for it. and made me feel like I was in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, one day, like I just moved out and I knew that the minute I moved out, I was never going to talk to her again. Um, and so that's been that, but in saying that, you know, she was one of my only friends at the time because I found that when I moved to the Gold Coast, like it was really hard to make new friends. It was hard to meet new people because it's quite clicky here. It can be. Well, that, but also, like, it just depends on your interests and what you do. Like, for for me, all I was doing was working full time. And so I met some cool girls at work, um, but, again, they weren't my people either. Mm -hmm. And so fast forward to, like, yeah, a year ago is when I really began this journey of coming home to myself. Mm -hmm. And it's been in that journey that I've really done a massive flip. And I'm like – and especially just coming into the online space – from a business perspective and especially from the business that we are in, in Mm -hmm. personal branding and um, affiliate marketing. And so, you know, a big part of that has been community. You know, we are very, very community based. And 
it's not this competition. Like when I was in network marketing, traditional network marketing, um, there was a lot of competition. Yeah, there was a lot of competition. Um, So, yeah, coming into this online space was really different and that was a big eye-opener. That was probably the first thing for me that was just like, whoa, Mm. like I actually get to support others. Like even if they're not financially connected to me, Mm. we get to rise together. And so that was a big – that was, yeah, the start of my awakening. And um, that journey has just continued to unfold in the most beautiful ways. I've attracted so many beautiful souls into my life, like – Mm. And, and it's so funny because, like, literally, you guys, me a month ago was literally saying to Holly, like, <gasps> I have, like, fucking social anxiety. Like, I don't want to be around people. Mm. And then now, like, this is how quickly you can grow and evolve when you just allow yourself to be and mm. just figure shit out. Like, I'm just planning, like, so many epic things to come. And a lot of it's got to do with connection and being in person with other women. Mm. Um but yeah, so you can kind of understand and see how both of us have evolved in this beautiful way, but without realizing, like it was never an intention, like I need to become a better person or yeah, I need to become better, like at being friend, like friends. And it's just guys, like it comes back to like that life experience. Like you can't do a course on how to become a better friend. Like, yeah we go through shit in life that fucking sucks Mm. but it's because of those moments that we learn and we can grow from them like for sure yeah like I don't know about you but I've definitely like I mean all my and I'm sure you can agree like all my experiences have definitely made me become a better friend like yeah yeah for sure and I think it's also like that big part of like you know when you are wholeheartedly you Like, there is no, there's never competition because no one is who you are no. and nothing can create anything. And, um, yeah, it's just, like, fuck. Like, that's how, you know, our life kind of gets to, like, run in that way. Yeah, and there really is, yeah, there's no need at all in this world for competition. There is no need for judgment or comparison, anything like that. You know, we are all individual beings. We're all here to do great things. And... You know, I think we can all do really epic things on our own, but when we get to come together and collaborate, we are just so much stronger and so much more powerful. Mm. Um, and that's really what we're all about. Um, so I feel like that's like really touched on like, you know, a really good part of our stories and how we really mm-hmm. work through things in our lives. So I I am like the most excited to actually talk about our fucking friendship. Yeah. <laughs> because like, yeah, you know, we do have this friendship that we neither of us have ever experienced before. Yeah, it's been a lot. Like, we definitely have the best times, but then there are also times, like a couple of weeks ago, I was literally looking at Holly and I was just like, fuck, like I want you out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> like, <I was trigger. laughs> like, I was so, she was triggering me so much, but like, we have, mm. we just have so much love and understanding for of one another like we gosh you know holly has helped me in the most deepest ways in my life that no one has ever helped me before and um you know yeah so i think it's just really important to speak on like yeah 
it's just a fucking relationship like no other. Mm. And it is like being in a relationship with someone. Like, you know, it's a whole other connection when you have this like soulful sister connection because, you know, you don't have that like intimate relationship like what you do with your man and there's like Mm. two of the same, like we're both generators. Yeah. We're both, you know, very quite similar in some ways. I'm quite fucking straightforward. Soap's a bit more fluffy and a bit more nurturing. And so like, you know, the way that we work together is completely different, but then also complements itself in so many ways. We're so yin and yang. I'm yeah, just realizing we are. that. We're, very up, we're yeah. so yin and yang. How <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I just had that realization. I love that. Well, we should get matching yin and yang tattoos. <laughs> Here we go. Don't. We probably would. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So great. But yeah, you guys, like, oh, like Holly said, it's literally like being in a relationship with another person. Like, yeah, I don't even know where to start, to be completely honest. I'm like, there are so many layers to our friendship. And I think maybe the biggest thing we can talk about is how we do just really support each other. Mm-hmm. And that looks like, you know, that can look like celebrating each other and being so fucking inspired by each other, but also triggering each other. Mm-hmm. And allowing each other to be, yeah, treat, like, I don't know how to explain that. Yeah, I think it's, like, yeah, like, we know what the other one needs. Mm. And I think um, it can be such a big, you know, it it could have been a shit fight back in the day, you know? Like, the way that we are with each other definitely could have resulted in us never wanting to be friends again. Yeah. You know, with the past versions of ourselves. Yeah, true. Whereas, like with who we are now and knowing that everything comes from love Mm -hmm. and that everything is never from a base of like fear or anxiety or competition or Mm -hmm. anything. It's like this space really gets to be a love filled, collaborative, celebrative space. That's like, babe, what do you need right now? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, even a couple of weeks, you guys, like a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, I messaged like my partner and Soph and I was like, I'm taking three days off of talking from you guys. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, like, stop talking to everyone completely. It was, like, just them two. Yeah. And I know when I'd said that to, like, Soph, she was like, well, fuck, like, I feel really, like, personally attacked right now. <laughs> and it was like, well, babe, like, fuck, it's got to be you two because really you're the only ones that I come to for, like, full life advice and yeah. I've really got to go in right now. Yeah. And, um, you know, we can have those conversations. And then, you know, Soph was like, yeah, fuck, like, I need some fucking space too. Yeah. And it's beautiful because yeah. we can have those times but not be this, like, personal attack on yeah. life. And, you know, we can sometimes, like, go back into those patterns of being, like, fuck, this bitch isn't choosing me. Yeah. But it's, like, fuck, we've also got to see that, like, her choosing herself right now yeah. benefits the whole fucking collective and definitely us. Yeah, and I think as well, like, I, I think if people looked at how we are, you know, we do share a bit of what happens in our life online but if, I, if people actually seen how we speak to each other and how we act together <laughs> in all times, I think people would think we're crazy. Yeah. Because, like, you guys, like, it literally is like being in a relationship with a guy. <laughs> like, it got Are to you a- saying I'm masculine? <laughs> you are. <laughs> but Holly's actually becoming very feminine. She's definitely, like, becoming this beautiful, like, divine feminine. But you need that mixture of both. But anyways, you know, another conversation for another time. But- <laughs> Holly is literally like my dick. Like she, she is like 
that masculine energy <sighs> that like I need in my life. But she's also very nurturing and like I love her so much. Mm. Um, she mothers me at times and I love it. Like I need that nurturing from, from someone. Um, but yeah, you know, like, and totally it's, I think so important that you do have someone in your life, but that you can really turn to. And it's so great to be in a relationship and have your partner. But when it's a woman, you know, men don't really understand women as much. Yeah. There are a lot of things that you do need sister support with, Mm -hmm. right? Especially if you don't have anyone in your life, like a mother, you know, for me, like my mother is obviously alive. Like I live with her and, you know, grateful for that. But, like, I've never had a close relationship with her. Yep. That's had a big part of, like, my sister wounds, like, my feminine wounds. Yeah, um, of course. Which, you know, I'll share in another episode. But, yeah, so I think just having that support is just so, so important. And, yeah, just keeping that relationship open and always coming back to love. Like, always. Like, you know, we can <laughs> – I'm sure we've said so many things to each other that – yeah, at some point in our lives, we could have been like, fuck you, like, don't ever talk to me again, like, don't talk to me like that, Mm. but instead, it's like, we might say things that we don't want to hear from each other, but, like, to our face, like, if Holly says something to me, and she's, like, fully triggered me, I'll look at her, and I'm like, so literally hates me, like, she, (laughs) like, I give her this look, I'm just like, and she fucking knows it, and I'm I'm just like, like, I'm just like, you can't, like, or, (laughs) that word I don't think I've said on Coming out. I think it's funny, like, even like I remember laying in bed with you when like I think um I'd said something earlier on that day, like that, you know, was a bit of like just a you know, one of those blunt couple word little yeah. boom that, you know, is like it's something that I would need to hear if I was going through what Soph was going yeah. through because that's how I like to take things. But then Soph being like this like nurturing, sensitive soul empath, mm-hmm. it's like fuck that really upset her. Mm-hmm. And so you know, when I, um, we got to bed, it was kind of like, babe, like, I really just want to, like, clear the air, and, like, I want to say sorry for this, like, how does this make you feel, like, do you want to talk about it, and then we could kind of have, like, this really beautiful conversation around, like, how we were feeling, what we needed, what our souls needed, we could have a cuddle and then go to sleep, and I was just, like, like, and that's the thing, you have to be so understanding, like, I, of course, knew that, that time, like, we were talking, like, I knew, you never meant to, like, you would never mean to hurt me. Like, it's really just mm. you doing what you feel is best. And that's all we can mm. ever do as humans. Like, just try to be there as support. And, you know, yeah, sometimes we can take things the wrong way. But you can't, you can never just, like, cut someone off or, like, mm. yeah, take shit the wrong way. and just Especially when it's from kid. love. Yeah. Especially when it's from love. Yeah. Yeah, like, you really do have to be, like, oh, okay, she said this thing to me that hasn't really aligned with me. It hasn't mm. felt good, but I also know that, yeah, it comes from love. But What I, part of this is the truth and what part of this is my perception and how can I, like, take this on yeah, in the way that I need it? Yeah, you know? but also, like, I then have that responsibility to come back to you and be like, yo, girl, like, this is some feedback. Totally. I fucking hate <laughs> this that. This is what I need next yeah, time. Yeah, this is what I need next time. And it's beautiful because – yeah, the more we evolve in life, you know, we're both taking on really big things right now in life. And mm. God, I am just so grateful to have you in my life mm. and to have that support. And man, even today, like I was moving through shit and Holly can just be such a soundboard. Um, but you guys, it's also, and I want to say this too, it's so important 
to like have that barrier of not taking on the other person's shit mm-hmm. because I know in past friendships, like if someone's miserable around me and yet me being like a total empath, mm-hmm. I would really be affected by it. But we've also done a lot of inner work on ourselves so we can hold space for the other person and like without it being ours. Yeah, like this yeah. podcast episode, we weren't like I wasn't fully vibing this morning and Hole was like, babe, like let's just not record it. Like I can feel your energy's not there. Then like fifteen minutes later, I was like, Oh my god, like I feel so hot. Like I had like my makeup on, I had like, like, elang- yeah, elang- put, like my like yeah, essentially <laughs> put a cute little outfit on. I was like, Come on, girlfriend, like let's do it. Like yeah, sometimes I'm like, fuck, this bitch must be so sick of me and like the whiplash I give her with my energy. But like we both do it. The same, yeah. And like, yeah, you just kinda look back and laugh and it's like, fuck, I love this bitch. Like mm. Yeah. Do a few star jumps in my arm, dude. Yeah, it literally did. Like, <laughs> she wanted me to do 30 star jumps before you started. She got to, like, 24. Yeah. No, I did 21. <laughs> I was, like, 21. <laughs> let's be real. Let's not lie. Um, but, yeah, you guys, like, I think this has been, like, a really beautiful inside look into our lives and the shit we've been through. We're not perfect humans. We didn't just come here for this perfect little experience and life mm-hmm. just isn't just perfect. Um, like we do go through stuff and yeah, like I said earlier on, it's so important that we share this stuff with the world and that we all, yeah, really rise collectively, um, in such a beautiful way. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just like on this mission right now. I'm like, Oh, I just want more and more women to wake up Mm. and stop with the comparison, stop with the materialistic shit. Like just stop with all the fucking Yeah, and be bullshit. open. Be, be open. open. Yeah. Be real. Like, there is nothing more empowering this, than just being yourself. And, like, there are people in this world that will love you no matter what, mm-hmm. as long as you are you. Mm-hmm. Um, so before we, like, close things off, because I think this has just come to a really beautiful full space, mm-hmm. full circle, um, I'd love for you to share whole, like, for anyone that is – currently going through some like you know issues and friendships you know they might have a girlfriend that they're having a hard time with and they might need space or they don't know how to support their best friend like Mm -hmm. what advice do you feel like you could give them yeah I think you know first of all I like encourage you guys to know one like their love languages Mm -hmm. um knowing how to either support that best friend or um, yeah, really being able to like come from a space of like understanding rather than attack um, and to be open and confident in yourself enough to be able to go to that person that you love and that you know that loves you back and, you know, just be really transparent with conversations. I think that's one of the most biggest things and, you know, creating that really safe space. So, you know, something that I've learned through, um, yeah, a beautiful community that I'm part of is very much like these things called brave conversations. And it's kind of like opening up the space as, Hey babe, I know this is going to be really fucking hard for me. I'm probably going to shake. There's probably going to be some tears, but I want this to end in X, Y, Z. I want this to be really good for us. I want this to feel really good for us. I'd love to have this conversation on such a beautiful love based thing. And it's like, cool open up right mm-hmm. so it's like setting the tone of the conversation even if it's over text or voice notes or whatever and um yeah just being confident enough in yourself to know that you voicing your opinion and your 
love out into the world, if that's not reciprocating the way that it should be, you get to really audit your life and your relationships. If that's not reciprocating the way that you wanted it to be, you also get to look at yourself and go, okay, what could have been done differently? Mm-hmm. I think that's like the biggest thing. Um, yeah. yeah, just being really true with yourself. Yeah, for sure. And no, I totally agree with all of that. And just like a couple things I want to add into that is, you know, equality is like a big thing, mm-hmm. you know, just really both of you putting in that effort like I've had friendships in the past where you know I might have been driving somewhere all the time to see them or I was always like at their beg and call and when like I needed their support they were never there for me yeah and so that's a really big thing um you know sometimes coming back to it's not just about you like Yes, it's your life and there are times where it is going to be about you Mm -hmm. and they should hold space for you. But sometimes, I mean, Holly do this a lot. Like there are days where Holly just needs to vent about her life or not days, but moments. And I just need to hold space for her and remember, okay, cool. This moment's not about me. Mm -hmm. I get to hold the space for her and be a soundboard for her. And so, yeah, just being really mindful of like, your circumstances, what's currently happening, what you can do to be a supportive friend. Mm-hmm. Um, shit, there was another one too that I had. Oh, yeah. And just coming back to like, yeah, not everyone is actually meant to be in your life forever. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, if you are with a friend right now or a community and you're just not feeling in full alignment, maybe you've grown, maybe your mind shifted, anything like that, know that you don't owe anyone anything Anything. yeah Yeah. and so it's like don't ever feel bad if you need to text a girlfriend to say hey babe like I need space like Mm. I just I'm growing I'm going in a different direction and if they can support you in that decision then that's awesome and you know guys there might be some times where and this has happened to me like when I left my network marketing team you know I had these friends and they blocked me and it was just like cool and I actually you know yeah it hurt me a little and I remember having a good little cry to my man at the time Mm -hmm. but I was also just like all right well they're not true friends and are they like if they can't support me then sweet I don't want those people in my life totally Um, it can be hard when you're like fuck like I trusted them I thought that we were mates yeah absolutely. and then when you do leave it's like fuck but then yeah it's just coming back to like being whole and true in yourself as well yeah and it's like how I look at it is like any person that ever does leave your life um and gosh this goes back to like I remember my grandfather passed away when I was younger the minute he left his life left this life this life this world um yeah, you know, I always felt like there was one person missing in my life. And then it was always like, cool, someone's going to come in and fill that space. Mm. Like, whoever that got to totally. be. Um, and it goes for friends as well. Like, every time someone leaves my life, I'm like, cool, who's going to come in? There's so much more space. Yeah, yeah you just have more space new for new things. Yeah. And um, that's pretty much the cycle of life. But thank you so much. Mm, this thanks has been for having a really me. beautiful episode. I feel like it's been so therapeutic. Yeah. And just reflecting and yeah, it just has me so excited for all that's to come. Mm. And you guys, if you're listening right now, like and if you're going through anything, like feel free to reach out to me. I'm sure like Holly's a pretty totally. open person as well. So if you ever want to reach out to either of us, um, please do. Obviously we both carry such different vibes so whoever you feel called to reach out to please do um 
Mm. And yeah, as always, if you are loving this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and share it to your stories and tag at the Rising Sisters podcast on Insta. And I'll see you all in your next, my next episode. Hey. This is the next episode. I'm like looking at Holly, I'm like distracted by her beauty. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming, love my love. I love you so much. I'm just forever grateful for you. Mm. Thanks. Grateful for you too. Love you. All right. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye.